everybody, and welcome to the JC and Bill Sportscast. I'm Bill. And I'm JC, and get ready for an action-packed hour of baseball. Yep, that's pretty much what we're going to be talking about. I'd say 98% of the time today is going to be baseball. Um, yep. But um, before we get into it, as I'm trying to get my MLB TV going so I can see the Nationals lose again. Oh, there we go. Got it now. Um, I want to briefly talk about the Final Four, both the men's and the women's, because both were really good. Um, Friday, the big story, Iowa ending the undefeated season of South Carolina. Uh, Caitlin Clark with her second 40 point game in a row. It that has never been done in the women's tournament. Someone getting 40 points in back to back games. Um, I was going to play LSU for the national title probably by the time you guys are listening to this. And then Monday night, uh, who would have had this as the national title game? San Diego State and Connecticut for the national title. I believe nobody. Well, maybe the people from San Diego State and Connecticut. You know, and Connecticut. Maybe, maybe not at that exact match, but <laughs> actually, um, I got on my phone last night from ESPN like seven thousand people out of twenty million had that as the national title game. Huh. Well, like they say, a blind chicken finds a kernel of corn every once in a while. I've never heard that, actually. So that, that that's a new phrase. <laughs> um, I know you're not a big college basketball fan, but do you have a pick for either game? Uh, I mean, I've been wrong on everything I pick, so <laughs> why don't we go, you know, I mean. Who, who would have thought that San Diego State would have been there? Right. Nobody. And on the other side, who was it? Caitlin Place, or was it Iowa? Iowa. Yeah, that's who I'm rolling with for the women. All right, so you're, so you're going with Iowa, and who was the other one? San Diego. I agree with you on the women. I think it's going to be Iowa. I said to a couple of people – um that I you know that I work with for when I do my wrestling articles. If Maryland didn't get South Carolina, Iowa would. Iowa did. I'm sticking with Iowa. I'm not jumping off that bandwagon there. Yeah. For the men, it's gonna come down to how the San Diego State defense does. If their defense can show up. They got a shot, but I think they put all of their energy out in that game against Florida Atlantic. Uh, I'm going to go with Connecticut to win the national title. And I had Connecticut in my final four, so I'm I'm happy with that. Yeah. So. Well, like I said, it's going to be, I mean, I heard a statement saying they better guard Caitlin as soon as she gets up this morning because she's going to run rapid all over LSU tonight. So, so I think they play tonight, don't they? Uh, they're gonna play in about two hours. Yeah, well, but yeah. when we're recording, it'll be under two hours. So, yeah. And Kaylin Clark, I mean, already made history. First woman to have back-to-back forty-point games in the tournament. First 
person, male or female, to have a 40-point triple-double in the NCAA tournament. So, you know, uh, a lot of history has been made by her these last couple of weeks. So, yep. But we are here to talk about baseball. Um, yes, we know we're four days into the season, but it doesn't mean we can't do a preview show still. Darn it. Yeah, there's only 160 games left, depending on who you're cheering for. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if we had wanted to, we could have done a preview show in June. But we're yeah. not. That's all right. You could do one in August. That's when the playoffs race will start. And we know what teams are already eliminated, which mm -hmm. we'll know probably within 10 minutes, which teams aren't even going to make a, are going to be eliminated right off the hop. Exactly. So um, it's basically kind of like any other preview show we have ever done. We're going to go by each division. We're going to pick the division winners. We're going to pick the wild cards. Um we'll pick who will win each league. And then ultimately we'll tell you who's going to win the world series and JC. Now I have not done any of the voting on here yet, but JC has done a tremendous job of putting up polls leading into the season. So we will tell you who our Facebook group thinks is going to win each division and each of the two leagues. So, um, why don't we, you know what, why don't, why don't we do the tradition that we usually do when we do our NFL picks? Why don't we start with the league and the division that won the World Series last year, which would be the Houston Astros. So we'll start with the American League West. Alrighty, well, we're gonna, I mean, last year was a big surprise with the Seattle Mariners coming out of, kind of out of nowhere making the playoffs in the first time in, was it like 22 years? At least. Making the biggest comeback and one of the biggest comebacks in wild card history or playoff history against the Jays when they're down by a bunch. And ended up, I think, going up against the uh, was it the Houston Astros. Yep. Or they ended up losing. So I think I'm going to start off this year as my first pick. I think Seattle's going to win the division this year. Ooh. I think the pitching is great. The hitting is great. I mean, Altuve is out for eight to ten weeks. Even though there's the, uh, the Astros are the World Series champs. I mean, Verlander's gone. We'll see what the pitching does, right? I mean, eventually they got to come down to earth here. And I just like the way Seattle's built as a team. As long as Rodriguez stays healthy, call Rowling behind the plate. You got Ty France there. You got Robbie Ray. I mean, it's going to be, you know, I, I like Seattle. I like Seattle winning that division. Okay. Grab the hop. All right. Um. Well, I think we can both agree it's not going to be the A's. No, I. I mean, before we even go, did you see the? Did you see that confrontation? Be. Uh, I did. I did, and. and and I'm disappointed with that because, you know, I had Rendon here in the Nationals for years, and I thought, man, you know, he's a heck of a player. Who would have ever thought he'd be kind of a jerk? But apparently yeah, a bunch of, of Nationals fans knew he was a jerk. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I was I'm surprised the... there, was, there was A's fans in the stadium. I mean, here's the thing, and, and this is kind of the problem with our athletes today they're not thick-skinned 
Because I saw the video, you saw the video. I'm sure a bunch of our listeners saw the video. A fan kept yep. calling him uh, the B word, and he went and he grabbed the guy, like he just went and grabbed the guy by the shirt. And Major League Baseball is already investigating him. He could be suspended for this. Yeah, because he even took a swipe at the guy, and that's where it kind of grabbed the shirt, took a swipe. Kind of swore at him, right? It was all mm-hmm. live. Yeah. You know, I mean, again, we've been preaching this, what, for the last, I think, the last two years now, how more and more players are getting involved with fans. Yep, absolutely. Fans kicked out, you know, where back in the day, I mean, you know, guys like Charles Barkman, those guys, that didn't bother them. And you can tell to this day the old school players that are, especially basketball, right, that are talking trash to the new generation of basketball players. Mm-hmm. So they're not, they're not mean, as thick-skinned. That's the thing. No, and they think everything should be handed to them, and it's unfortunate. I mean, it's the first incident, and I mean, obviously the A's are gone. I think after, they got to be gone here after the next this year or next year. Although to be fair, I mean that stadium is so just crappy. You know, Oakland Memorial Coliseum. You know. Oh, it is. It is. It's. But, I mean, it's at the same part. I mean, you look at the team. I mean, someone said they made $32 million in profit last year. So, you tell me how they can't be competitive. Right. Oh, uh, They're not spending no money. Breaking news. The Nationals have the lead for the first time this season. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Um, But back to this conversation. Um, I'll tell you, Texas and Los Angeles are teams that I think could be up and coming. I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs this year, although, you know, could be wrong again on that. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where they both go. I think there's a lot of potential on both teams, especially the Angels after how Otani and Trout were in the baseball, you know, the World Baseball Classic. Um, I do believe it does come down to Houston and Seattle. And thankfully, Megan the Stallion is not on their pitching team or pitching rotation for the Astros because, my <laughs> God, she took so freaking long to figure out when to throw the pitch and who to throw the pitch to. God, yeah, that was a pitch clock violation, by the God way. God almighty. Um, I, I mean, obviously Altuve being hurt uh, does affect Houston in the in the beginning of the year, but it's in the beginning of the year. We this yeah. is a long season. Seattle has a good crop of young players that are ready to go, but I think Houston's got maybe one more year left in them to be the top dogs in the division. I'm going to say the Astros win the AL West. Okay. And, and I think – Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, and I, I, I'm going to put the – I mean, I think Houston's going to take a wild card spot. I mean, but, I mean, there were a few games that we've seen Texas already. I think they've, grown, they've scored 27 runs in two games. Angels, they're they're a funny team. I mean, they got two of the best players in the world. Yeah. 
and yet they seem to never be really competitive. I mean, they lost their first game to the A's with Otani on the mound. Right. You know, and then you got the Oakland A's. That's how I'm going to line up my division for the NL West. AL West. Or AL West, sorry. Um, well, you know what? I'll tell you how I got the division. I got Houston first, Seattle second. Seattle will be a wild card team. I'm going to take a gamble on the Angels this year. I think they're going to be in third. They're not going to get a wild card spot, but they're going to be third. Texas will be fourth, and the A's will be packing their bags going to Las Vegas. So, Yeah, that, that's going to be interesting. And I will say one thing with the Angels. I mean, if they're out of it, Otani's gone. I think he's getting traded for a boatload of players, a boatload of prospects. prospects. Yeah. You know, someone's going to take a run with him, especially if you're close to the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, the Angels could accelerate their rebuild and be even better next year if they can get the right package this year. Mm-hmm. Well, according to the members of our Facebook group, 80% of the people who voted think the Astros will win the AL West. And 20% think the Mariners will win the West. So, yeah. And that's not with my vote or your vote? That's with my vote in it now. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I didn't vote until we we're doing this. Because that's kind of like my rule in general when I do these uh, yeah. podcasts. You all just learned the secret of Bill. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, now we're going to go to the AL Central. And, I, you know, I'll take this one. Okay. Um, this is an interesting – This the last couple years has always been an interesting division because you don't know which team is going to come in and take the division. I know last year I thought, oh, the White Sox are going to take the division after they won last year, and it was Cleveland that ended up winning the division. Um. Cleveland's stayed together. Minnesota stayed together, especially with that whole Carlos Carrera situation, how he went from San Francisco to the Mets back to Minnesota. It's an interesting situation there. Uh, the White Sox, still a young club. I think they may have potential. Uh, Detroit, this is kind of, you know, this is Miguel Cabrera's farewell year. And the Kansas City Royals, I think there's potential there for them to be a little bit more exciting and maybe, you know, win a few more games than they did last year. Um, So with that said, I think the Twins are going to win the AL Central this year. Oh, you got the Twins, eh? Mm-hmm. It's a tough call, but I'm going with the Twins. Yeah, you know, it's – uh, I think last year I had the White Sox, then I had the Twins, then I had the Indians. And they kind of flipped that whole script around. The Indians lost a couple players this year. Uh, the Twins, you know, pretty much intact. Like you said, they got Korea back. And then you got the White Sox. And the White Sox were a funny team last year because, I mean, between – La Russa being old school and having a young club in that, I think it kind mm-hmm. of didn't jive so well. 
Do I like the White Sox? I do. But, I mean, they're kind of like the Cleveland Browns. All that young hype, and they just kind of faltered away, yeah. disappeared. And I don't think they're going to have a chance this year. But I do agree with you. I'm going with the Minnesota Twins. Winning that division. I mean, it's with – I mean, it's, it could be Cleveland. We'll see whose pitching's better. I think the, the better pitching wins that division. Mm-hmm. And you also got to remember, too, we got a balanced schedule this year. So, yeah, those teams aren't going to be beating up on the Detroit Tigers and the Kansas City Royals. You're going to have to go up against the, you know, you're going up against more teams like, and against, like, was it, I think it's like six games against most teams, seven against some, then you're playing all the National League teams. Yeah. So you're not going to feast on the two weaker teams in that division. Which is going to me, it's going to say that no team is going to get a wild card spot from that division. I agree with you on that. I, I agree with you. Um, the way I see the division ending up, it's going to be Minnesota, Cleveland, Chicago, Kansas City, and Detroit. That's how I think the AL Central will go. Yeah, I do too. I do like Detroit with their young players, but they're still a few years off. So. I mean, we'll see what they do this year. But no, I agree. I like that order that you have. That's the order I would go. All right. And now to the always fun AL East. And I'll let you have this one, JC. All right. Well, I know Bill is not hopping on the Blue Jays bandwagon. He gave them three chances and said, nope, I'm done. No, we don't know yet what his pick is. This one I think is always is always the toughest division because you have the Red Sox, you have the Rays, the Orioles have have like I don't know where they came from, but they have they got a young, exciting squad. You got the Jays with a young squad, and then you got, of course, you got the Yankees. The Yankees are the oldest team in that division. They still hit the ball hard. Uh, they got that young shortstop Volpe. You know, pitching, I think, is going – I think their bullpen is going to be a question mark this year. They lost a few. Starting pitching, they have some injuries that could hurt them. So, of course, I'm going to have to go with the Blue Jays win that division. I'm going Yankees second. Then I'm going Baltimore third with the Rays and then the Red Sox. All right. Now, remember, uh, there are still two wildcard spots still available. For me, it would go to the Yankees and the Orioles. All right. Um, this is kind of how I see this division. It's going to be chaotic again, like last year. Because every team was in it until about close to the very end. Um, I think with them getting Garrett Cole, the Yankees starting rotation is going to be one of the best in all of the American League. I really do think that way. Um, Toronto's interesting. Baltimore, I think, is the one that's going to be the most interesting. I'm not saying they're going to be the team that's going to control the division. But, you know, they, they, they got the catcher, and now they got uh, the, the the new kid coming in. Gunnar Henderson. Yeah, that's it. And 
you know, Tampa's there, Boston's there. It's a tough, a tough division. But with Aaron Judge still being there, that's the key difference. I think the Yankees are going to win the AL East. I have Toronto finishing second. Third and fourth was actually the toughest one for me to decide. I'm going to go Tampa, but not by much. Then Baltimore, then Boston last. Uh, Toronto and Tampa will be wild cards. All right, so our wild cards are coming from the same divisions that we picked. Mm-hmm. The AL Central is going to have nine love, one team representing them. So now the big question comes. Oh, hold who's on. First in that. Oh, oh okay. I do. I, I got to read the poll results because this is the oh, closest yes. one of oh. all three of the American League and maybe the closest one for all of our, you know, all, including the National League. Do we even, I don't think we even did the AL Central poll, do we? Oh, okay. Yeah. Let me go back real quick. Um, 42% say, says Cleveland will win the division. 28% said Chicago and Minnesota. So they're both tied. And then 1% for Kansas City and Detroit. So for the AL East, 33% think the Yankees are going to win the division. 21% think Toronto. 20% say Boston or Baltimore. And 6% say Tampa. It does not get any closer than that. No, it doesn't. Like I said, with the balanced schedule, they're not going to be beating up on each other either. Yeah. So they're going to be beating on some weak National League teams. And my right. God, there are some weak National League teams this year. All right, so now uh, the question you were going to ask. All right, so AL, who's first and second? Who gets that coveted bye? I think it'll be the Yankees and the Astros. Okay. I'm going Mariners, and then I'm going Jays. All right. Though the Twins could because still, right? I mean, they got some teams that they can beat up in their own division. Yeah. Could technically sneak in there to that second spot. They could. You know. All right. Um, why don't we pick our net or our American League champion while we're while we're at it? All righty. Well, I know, I know, I can't go against them. So, just because that would be betrayerism in Canada. So, I'm going. I'm rolling with the Jays. I'm. I think the Yankees are ready this year. I really do. Uh, like I said, I, I said this back in the off season. If they kept Judge, they were going to be the team. I think that could win the American League. They did. They got Garrett Cole. I'm taking the Yankees to win the American League. Okay. So like the one question I'll say go. the one question mark with the Yankees and for all of us I'll say is injuries, right? As they are an older oh, team. Oh yeah, very much so. And and what their depth is like. I mean their depth's gonna be put to, to the test already. But I mean they are a powerhouse. I mean you can't go against the Yankees. Can't go against the Astros. Right, it's exactly. I think it'll be a fun time again this year in the American League, where well, there's not really a 
a, there's not really a, a cut and dry winner. I would take it favorite. I think. Yeah. Well, this is this is interesting. Our our poll results. Twenty one percent think either the Astros or the Yankees are going to win the American League. 14% think Cleveland will win. 13% say the White Sox are going to win the division. And then we have a five-way tie at 6%. And then 1% think other will win the division or will win the American League. Well, there's always that surprise team, right? Yeah. Some team that kind of flew on the radar. Gets hot, right? The players are playing well. Right, make a few pickups. Absolutely. And they're I mean, look at the last few years, we've seen that happen, right? Team kind of near the bottom of that of the playoff race, get in and, and then make our all way to the end. All right. Well, now let's get to the National League. I I guess I'll take this one, start with the NL East. Um, the Mets made a lot of moves in the offseason, uh, with the big two being Scherzer and Verlander, and Verlander is not pitching right now. Uh, the Phillies with a big move getting Trey Turner, and Reese Hoskins is now out for the season, which I think is a big deal because that changed a lot of things, changed my pick for this division. Atlanta pretty much stayed the same, Marlins stayed the same. Nationals are in a rebuilding stage, but they've got a lot of good young up and coming players on their on their team. So with that said, and I'm gonna go back to what I just said a minute ago. I know the sexy pick is the Mets, but Verlander getting hurt, that's gonna cost them some games, I think, early in the year. The Phillies, because Harper is not starting the season, because he had that nope. surgery after after the World Series, and then Hoskins being out for the year, I think is going to hurt them a lot more than people think it will. So I'm going with the Braves to win the NL East again. They're just very quiet. You know, they didn't really make a lot of big moves in the offseason. They did make moves, but they didn't make the big moves like the Mets did and the Phillies did. I got the Braves winning the division. I have the Mets second and getting a wild card spot. And then here's where my surprise is going to be. I got the Marlins finishing third. Watch out for the Marlins this year. They could be a good club. They're not going to get a wild card spot. But watch out for the Marlins, and then the Phillies, then the Nationals. Yeah, I think the Braves are a step above. Like you said, the Mets spent all that money. The owners are mad that he spent all that money. I mean, yeah, you can spend all the money you want on baseball. Baseball is a sport where if you have nine guys making the most money in contracts, you might not make the playoffs. Exactly. It's a, It is definitely a team sport. Bullpen has to be – there for you the starting pitching the defense right you can't give teams extra outs i do so i do like the atlanta braves they're they're 
quietly they do their thing. I see uh, Max Fried went out for the hamstring, but he shouldn't be out long. I think Soroka will be back here shortly. I mean, they're going to strengthen up that starting rotation. I like what they have for players out on the field there. So I'm going Atlanta. And then I'm going with the Marlins over the Mets. Mm. I just, I like the, their young team. You know, they got the starting pitching. They got the, they got the back end. They made a trade. There were the twins to get Ariz, who who was dynamite in the world BC in his home stadium. And then I got the Mets. I think it's, it's, you have to gel the team. And I mean, like you said, Verlander's out. How much Donna can, can Max be? Uh, you lost to Grom, you know, I think, I don't know if Nemo's back or not, but he was hurt for a while. And Diaz, Diaz is gone for the year. Yeah, Diaz gone, the best closer in baseball. So, you know, I think they, last year, the, the Mets had a ridiculous record of one-run games or something along that line. Mm-hmm. And then I have, yeah, then I have the Phillies, and then I have the Nationals. I think, like you said, Hoskins getting hurt. That, that takes a sting out of there, no Harper. It's tough to make a run when you're down on a bunch of games right off the hop. Yeah. And then Nationals are just they're just rebuilding. Yeah. Well, according to our Facebook group, 53% think the Braves will win this division. 24% think the Mets will. And then this one is very surprising to me. 8% think either the Marlins or the Nationals will win the division and 7% think the Phillies will win the division. And a team that went to the championship last year. The World Series has the least amount of votes. Yeah. I think people are just sick and tired of Philadelphia. Mm. I think we just, there's just that vibe, I think. You know, you had the Eagles, you had the the Phillies, you had that soccer team. They all lost in the championship. Mm-hmm. You hear nothing but 76ers, this and that. Flyers are kind of blah. Yeah. I don't know. I think people maybe are just, maybe they just have, there's just enough of Philadelphia and the, and the way the fans are and stuff, you know? Who knows? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's go to the National League Central. Neither one of us want to take it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'll take this one because, like I said, I mean, this has got to be the worst division. Yeah. uh, Yeah. You know, I mean, you got. Well, let's start with. I'm going to start from the bottom up, I think, on this one. Okay. Uh, You know, I think, I mean, I got Pittsburgh finishing last. They don't spend no money. They got some young guys. I think they're destined for another 100-loss season. And then you got – I was high up on the Reds last year. Oh, so was I. I had them going and... to the National League title game last year. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> yeah, so I got, uh, I got the Reds finishing fourth. I just – you know, they didn't really – I don't think they made any – Significant moves. Votto's out. They said a Votto, if they're out of it early, they're going to trade him. You know, they got that Hunter Green, that pitcher who can throw 105, but he's a little bit wild. I just, I'm going, I'm going to be down on the Reds this year. 
I got the Brewers. I think there's some uh, distension within the starting pitchers that we heard kind of over the over the off season. I could see a few trades there. And then I got the Chicago Cubs coming in second. And then I got the Cardinals coming in first. I like I like the Cards winning that division. The only team to get out of that division to make the playoffs as well. All right. Now let me ask. And I'm and I'm kind of curious. Why you're so high on the Cubs this year? Uh, because it's a dumpster fire of a division. Good point. <laughs> you know, I, I, I mean, I could have went either way. I could have put the Brewers second and then the Cubs third. I think the Brewers make a bunch of trades here. Mm-hmm. Great. I think they they get into a rebuild. The Reds. I don't know what to expect from them from last year. And the, to me, the Pirates just they're just never competitive. Right. They had a few good years there, and money became an object, and then to being bottom of the league. The Cubs have a young team, right? I mean, they're got a good manager. They're going to battle. Got yeah. a good manager. Yeah, they're going to battle. I see Strowman won won the first game there, so I mean, I do like the Cubs, but I think I think this is the Cardinals' division to lose. You know, I, and that's where I'm going with that one. All right. Um. I guess I'll do the same thing that you did. I'll go from the bottom up. Uh, I'm going to be a little different. I've got the Reds finishing last in the division. Because you talk about the Pirates not spending money. The Reds are just about as bad as the Pirates are. So I, I got the Reds finishing last. And then I got Pittsburgh fourth. I got the Cubs third. I think they may be a year away from being at least a wild card team, I think. I think they're a year away from that. Milwaukee still has a tremendous outfield. I think that outfield's going to help them win a bunch of games during the year. But I do agree with you. I think the Cardinals are going to win this division. It is theirs to lose. They still have the majority of the team from last year. Uh, So I'm going to say the Cardinals win this division. So yeah, I, what is our what do our favorite fans of our group say? Forty two percent think the Cubs are going to win the division. Thirty five percent think the Cardinals will win the division. I, I mean, you laugh at the Cubs now, but when we come back to this in November, they could have won the division. Who knows? eight uh, percent think the Pirates and the Reds, and then seven percent think the Brewers. However, after doing further investigation, a Mr. (laughs) Calvin Tedders voted for each team in the freaking divisions. (laughs) So by account, none of his votes will count. We're going to have to teach you how to do only pick one, JC. We're going to have to teach you. Well, we'll we'll teach them. No, I meant you. How to control the how to control the poll? Yeah, Yeah. I didn't know you could vote for everybody. They do have that that option. Maybe that is a division everybody has to vote for because, like I say, I don't think it's it's the weakest division of all six divisions. You know, and it's probably probably just give them all participation trophy at this point. But I I do the central. The central in both divisions are the weakest. But I do agree with you, though. I only see one team coming from the NL Central. 
I do. Yeah. And I mean, the Cardinals are a good team. I mean, you know, they got Goldschmidt and Aaron Otto with the corners there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got that young Jordan Walker there. I mean, it's, they're going to be a fun team to watch. They are. Again, I don't see them. I see them winning the division, but I don't see them winning the one or two, two of the buys. Right. Just because it's, it's a balanced schedule now. Because now you're going to have to play the whole AL East. Going to have to play the AL West. Right. What makes up for those games of you that you used to be able to play those extra six games against the Pirates, Reds, Brewers, mm-hmm. Cubs. Yep. And the Cubs and the Cardinals always have seem to always have good games. Yep. So. All right. Uh, final division is the National League West. And I'll take this one to start. Um, this has been on paper probably the most interesting division in baseball the last few years because of what some teams have done in the off season and how it ends up in the regular season. I know a lot of people last year thought the Padres were going to go all the way to the World Series and take it. I mean, they did get to the National League title game. I'll give you that. They did get to the NLCS, but that's about as far as they got. The Dodgers, you know, have been for the longest time the team in that division. The Giants had a down year last year, but... After what I saw from them yesterday against the Yankees, I think they're going to be heading in the right direction. And the Rockies and the Diamondbacks are both very interesting situations because, you know, they could both at just about any time pop right into the mix. They might have the prospects to do it, but who knows if and when they will do it. So with that said, and and I know, and I've seen people go, oh, the Padres are going to win this division because, you know, they've got all the players. They got Soto. Um, Hold your horses on that. Because like someone just said a few minutes ago, talking about another National League team, You can buy as many players as you want, but the team's got to gel together. The Padres, I I still think, you know, they're not in that position yet where they've gelled. I don't think. Maybe they have, maybe they haven't. I'm not really sure. Maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? I think the Dodgers have one more good year left in them with this crop of talent. I think the Dodgers are going to win this division. I got the Giants actually finishing second. Padres third. Eh, Colorado fourth and Arizona last. And the Padres and the Giants are both going to be wildcard teams. And those are solid picks. I think, I mean, I'm not going to discredit San Diego making it to the National League finals last year, the championship, losing to the Phillies Mm -hmm. without Tatis. I think if Tatis is quiet, stays under the radar, doesn't cause any any crap or anything like that. I mean, this t- San Diego will be a team to mess with this year. Yeah. 
right? I do like the Giants in their upswing, and I do like the Dodgers with the way they've controlled that division. I mean, they've they made some moves over the offseason there, right? Lost Ballinger, lost uh, uh, forget who the other guy is. Right. I say Turner. But I think at the end of the day, I'm going with the San Diego Padres. Then I'm going with the Dodgers. Then the Giants. And then I think the Diamondbacks and Colorado Rockies, whoever wins more games out of their series. Yeah, I mean, you could flip those two. Yeah, I don't see them being as competitive. But like you said, they're young, right? They could come up at any time. But at the end of the day, I think those are the three main teams that you're going to have to – that would be battling it out mm-hmm. for the for the division. With I think the two losers going in the wild card. Yeah. All right. Uh, 57% think the Dodgers will win the division. 42% think the Padres will win the division. And one lonely person – Pick the Rockies to win the division. Would you happen to know who the one person is? Is that Calvin? I don't know. <laughs> if you voted for the Rockies, please stand up. It's like that uh, guy who voted for the Chicago White Sox last year is the only guy. Right. All right. I think the only folks the whole AL Central got last year. Yeah. All right. Well, now <laughs> let's uh let's go to the National League. Who do we have winning the National League pennant? Uh, I'm going with the Padres. I think the experience last year, they got the starting pitching. I mean, they have to. They can make a move. I mean, they might make a move to get Shoy Otani. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like San Diego's chances. I think who they will be playing, I think they'll be playing the Braves. In the in the championship, but I think the Padres move on this year right. to the World Series. I'm going with the Braves. I think the Braves are the complete team in the National League this year. Um, I I, I just think they're more suited to win the win the win the pennant again this year. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Braves. To win this one and I think uh you know what I think they're gonna play the Giants for the National League pennant Ooh. this year I'm, I'm gonna give you guys a surprise there I, I think the Giants from what I've seen so far they look like they are ready to come back I know I don't have them winning the division but I have them as a wild card and I think they're gonna go all the way to the National League championship series yeah, it just takes you to get hot at the right time in, in September to to roll through the wild card mm-hmm. and you just uh, keep going. I mean, you're pl- you've been playing playoff baseball to fight for your lives mm-hmm. last month. So, you know, th- those are definitely good picks. I do. I mean, I saw the giants play the first game against the Yankees. They got, I think they got shut out, but they came back, beat them yesterday. Yeah, they did. And it was a great game. I mean, the really closer good closer looked like he was having a little bit, few issues with the rain and with the crowd and the pitch clock. I think he had two violations against him last yesterday. Right. One started before he didn't throw a pitch yet, and he was already down one ball to the to the Yankees. Yeah. Well, uh, our Facebook group, it's a tie. With the Braves and the Dodgers at 30%, and then the Padres, Brewers, and Cubs at 10%, and one person put in 
I'm an American League person. So we'll just <laughs> we'll just let that one be. Yeah. Okay, so by my process, your World Series is the Blue Jays and the Padres. Mine is the Yankees and the Braves. Ooh. Boy, did we go opposites this year. <laughs> I, I will say one thing. I mean, like for 162 games, I mean, you could have – you could be the most most inferential baseball uh, podcaster, broadcaster, and, I mean, you could be wrong on every pick come end of June. Oh, yeah. You know. It's one of those sports that, I mean, you know, hockey, we can kind of go football. We kind of, we know what's going to happen, right? But baseball is that one sport that you just never know. You get two or three injuries on your starting staff, right? The depth, you know, especially some of these teams that have loaded up that have traded away prospects the last few years. You know, you get a surprise team because, I mean, I'll tell you what, last year's surprise team was the was the Baltimore Orioles in my Yes. Oh, I agree. Agreed. I mean, they were leading the division, I think, at one point, weren't they? Uh, I don't know if they're leading the division, but I think after certain records that they had the most wins in that division, like from a certain date on. Right. So, I mean, once they brought up uh, who's a catcher, Rushman or whatever, mm-hmm. he made a huge change to it. They got the pitching right. So, I mean, they are my they were my surprise team from last year. I mean, you never know, right? And that's what we like about the sport. But the new rules, we're going to see more speed. Teams that are designed with speed are going to probably do a little better. I mean, we've already seen more stolen bases, more doubles. Right? The the disengagement rule, you can only disengage twice. The pitch clock. I mean, you've seen the first couple of games. What do you think of the pitch clock? I think it's really benefited so far. Um, I think... It's helped the games go faster. Um, I mean, right now I've got the Pirates and the Reds on because I, for some reason, my internet won't let me see the Nationals at this point in time. And they're already in the bottom of the third. And the game started at 135, I believe. So, um, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's going along. But we got a long yep. way to go. We've got, you know, on, you know, the thing is, um, it can change during the season. So, well, Ken, and I, I think the one thing I've noticed from a lot of people complain about the pitch clock is, as fans, they don't kind of get to settle into the game. Mm-hmm. And a lot of old people are used to, you know, kind of a relaxed moment stuff like that. I think we will see a change in the pitch clock. I think adding some seconds on. Mm-hmm. And I think there has to be some situation awareness. I know the Mets got called for one, which was. In the in their home in their opener game where the major league baseball apologized. I think you know if a player is hurt or you gotta take off safety equipment, things like that. Nice. I also saw Sergio Romo get a pitch clock violation after getting a stand ovation. Hmm. When he came for the Giants in the preseason as he's retiring. Yeah. Oh so um, they... real real quick, did you did you tell us who you got winning the World Series this year? I'm going with the Blue Jays. I can't get off that train. A few years ago, it would have been another team. I'm going to go with the Yankees, actually. 
I think Ooh. the Yankees are going to win the World Series this year. No, but I would say on another realistic pick, pick the Braves, I think. I picked mm-hmm. the Padres. I think those two teams are going to battle it out. Yeah. You know, uh, the Mets, well, I think the Mets will be an interesting team. They can they make will. some noise. But they spent a whole ton of money. They're already past the luxury tax. Yeah. So now they got to get a closer, which, I mean, Cohen is treated as closer. I think he's, if you read that report after he got hurt, he gave him like a, a trainer, a nutritionist, and physical therapist to help him out to get better. Yeah. You know, and a lot of owners aren't happy with the way the Mets have spent. So I would see some changes coming along that line, but I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if the Braves win the, if the Braves hoisted at the end of the year. Yeah, that's very possible. You know, I think we're in for a great season. I think after the World Baseball Classic, kind of got the juices flowing for everybody. I think we're yep. going to see some some good baseball. It's a lot quicker this year, for the most part. I think we're going to be in for a for a fantastic league, or season. All right, before we wrap this up. We have to end this on a funny note. Um, now, as you guys have probably figured out by now, JC and I have gone to many, many sporting events. Doesn't matter what sport it is. We've, we've gone to many of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure at one point in time or another, we have witnessed a few marriage proposals either it be on the board or you know on the big jumbo screen after a kiss cam or whatever but ladies and gentlemen this takes the cake this may be the dumbest but at the same time the greatest Sports marriage proposal of all times. And I'm going to read this from TMZ. You know, that credible journalistic website, TMZ. (laughs) Because this happened opening night of the baseball season. And this is at, I actually put this up on our Facebook group, but for those that have not heard this story, An L.A. Dodger fan pulled out all the stops to ask his partner to marry him on Thursday. Running onto the field during the middle of a game to pop the question. But it might have cost him a few hours in jail and perhaps even a night in the hospital. The wild scene unfolded at Dodger Stadium late in Los Angeles' contest against the Diamondbacks. When a Mookie Betts supporter hopped the center field wall and trotted to the outfield grass. Video shot by a fan in the stands showed after the man made it to within feet of a Diamondbacks player, he stopped, got down on one knee, turned to the center field seats, and pulled out a ring. But as he was asking his boo to be his forever lover, a security guard was having none of it and blindsided the dude with a form tackle. In the footage, the collision was so violent, even Diamondbacks outfielder Lourdes Guriel Jr. couldn't help but wince. Two other security guards raced in and piled on the fan before he was ushered off the field. 
as far as how the girlfriend took the proposal, she said yes. Thank God. <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, I, yeah. I I told the story. I, I told this story to my dad on Friday after work. And he's like, well, he probably should have told the Dodgers that he was going to do this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. I, I want to say this. And I'm going to use the words of uh, a great modern philosopher of your time and our time, JC. Mick Foley. That dude had a lot of testicular fortitude to do what he did. <laughs> and that doesn't count as swearing because testicular is not a curse word, by the way, people. <laughs> That's right. If it's said on Raw or SmackDown. It does not count as a curse word. It does not count. I'm, okay. Now, first of all, and actually, this, this is kind of a good conversation we could have here. Obviously proposing to someone, because you've been in that position, I have not. Proposing to someone can be very, I, I would imagine, can be very nerving. You'd, you'd have the butterflies in you. That's one thing. To do it in a public setting, uh, that that goes up a couple notches. But to run out on a baseball field in the middle of a ball game, just run out and propose in front of 50,000 people. You got some massive cojones, my man. You have some massive cojones. I mean, I saw the video and I was just like, oh, you know, I, I, I mean, the headline was. I don't think I need to see the video. Oh, I. I watched because I was like, okay, I thought I didn't think much of it, and he got absolutely destroyed. I think it said Dodger fan gets destroyed on botched Merrill proposal was the headline. The only thing that was botched about it was well, the the actual proposal. I mean, she did say yes, but you kind of think she might have had to say yes after she saw her. You would think, wouldn't you? <laughs> I mean, he took a tackle for you on the baseball field, lady. You better say yes, gosh darn it. <laughs> oh, man, that's why you don't run onto the field. Look, we're, we're yeah. just going to say it. We do not endorse running onto the field ever. Of any sport, we, we we really don't. No. Although I can tell you, and I'll tell everyone this: there was an Orioles game I went to ten years ago. Orioles and Nationals. I I remember this vividly. It was a foul ball, and the guy tried to get the foul ball, and he and he fell over. He yep. took. One step to his right to get the ball. And he got kicked out. It's like, really? He wasn't going after anyone. He was just going to get the ball. 
Yeah. The Trying fans to help out the cheered the security. Yeah, it's no tolerance now. I mean, if it's is inside the line and you grab it, you're kicked out. If it's foul, you can. But that's the, the thing. Best. It was a foul ball. Yeah. He, so give him the foul ball. Let him sit back down. He went for it. He missed it. And, you know, he just went to the right to just get it. And they kick him out. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, we saw some, I mean, we've had some funny ones. We've had some serious ones. I mean, the ones we remember is when those two guys, I think it was, was it the Kansas City fans jumped up and attacked the Chicago White Sox coach. Oh, geez. Right. And they're shirtless. I mean, it just yeah, that was oozed, bad. you know, and I'll say that just oozed white trash for that. Although the best ever was never on the field. It was those two girls flashing their boobs during the World Series with the Astros and the Nationals. And I missed it. I missed it. I went to bed because <laughs> I had to go to work the next morning. And I missed it. <laughs> and they got yeah, banned you see some for life. Stuff. And they got banned for life from all ballparks. No, those women do not get banned. They are national heroes. They are allowed. <laughs> I mean, they didn't get paid a lot of money for that stunt. Yeah, that's probably true. There's also those fans that were promoting that movie, I think, Happy or something, and they're just smiling like oh, the whole game. yeah, I remember that. You know, or there's that one one video where the two, the dad takes his two sons there, and they're, like, growing up, but then they're fighting over popcorn. It's but, quite funny. The dad finally takes the popcorn away, like he's trying to hit him and take the popcorn away. <laughs> but in but in all seriousness, I mean, congratulations to the guy and and his now fiance. I'm sure this will be a story that they will tell their kids and their grandkids for many many years to come. But we do not recommend any of you do that. Don't go on the field. No, doesn't matter what sport. Do not do it. Yeah. Well, maybe basketball. Basketball soft. They won't do nothing to you. If, if, if you want to propose outside the gate, I can accept that. I, I yeah. can accept that. If you want to do it in the stadium, I can accept that. Yes. But do not run out on the field. Please don't. I don't, I don't care if it's in between innings or periods or quarters or whatever. Just, just don't yeah. do it. Don't do it. And man, we're seeing a lot more fans get destroyed while riding on the field. You know, we saw Wagner take down a fan last year who had some pink smoke or something. Get absolutely destroyed. So, and you know what? That's all on you. And they're like, well, we're going to sue. I said, well, you can't sue. You're trespassing. There was that oh. one. There was that one time I went to a Nats game with a bunch of friends, bottom of the ninth. This dude was drunk. And he was sitting on the left field side. And he man he was shirtless. And he managed to get all the way towards right field before he got tackled. <laughs> so I gotta give him credit for that. The fact that he managed to get that far. That was yeah. Yeah, then you're banned for a long time and you can't go to the games and, you know, 
or maybe forever. Who knows? Forever yeah, is a long or it could time. Be, it is. Now, how do they actually know? I mean, say if I get banned out of the sky over the Rogers tenor and a buddy of mine buy a ticket, how do how will they know? Mm-hmm. You know, well, they, you know, I mean, that's a lot of stadiums you're banned from. They're not going to recognize you. I mean, really, if you want to go to a game, go to Oakland. They don't care. Actually, you might get picked off because you're the only fan in the stands. <laughs> right? The helicopter would come get you. Like, hey, man, that guy's not allowed in there. <laughs> yeah, let him go. We're not doing a damn thing here anyway. Yeah. So. Oh, man. You know, it's it's a sad situation when you got Tampa, Oakland, you know, doing that. And it's just, what do you do? Yep. All right. Um, we do want to mention that this is going to be our last episode for a little while because um, we're both busy with our jobs, especially JC. He's got some night shifts coming up real soon, so he has to take care of that, you know, get paid some dollar dollar bills, y'all. So he and the missus can get some stuff. Um, but we will be back down the line, maybe in a few weeks, maybe a month, maybe two months. Who knows? But we will we will be back. You know, we're not going away. We're just yeah. taking a break would probably be yeah. the best way to put it. Taking a break. Yeah, work, work comes first. Yes, exactly. Work comes first. And so we'll still post polls on the websites or the oh the twitter yeah, and the we're, facebook we're, all that and we're still going to be active on our facebook group you know yep. well we'll limit to one vote per poll as well yeah you get we're gonna work on that mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and i mean now as we're recording this the blue jays are now down four to three after st louis hit three home runs in the first inning uh Reds are up two to one on the Pirates, and I believe the Nationals are up four to one on the Braves. So, like you say, on any given Sunday, right? On any given day, you could beat a good team. Any given day. Any given day. So, uh, please join us on our Facebook group, JC Bill Sportscast. That's all you have to do. Just type it in, and you're in. You you're you're in. That that's all you have to do. Type in our name. Or you could click the link in the description, as always. And then hit join. And, and we let you yep. in. It's that simple. We let you in. Don't be a schmuck. So our rule we have. Yep. We have over 300 members in our in our group. From all over the world. Yes. That's how that's how awesome our group is. We have over 300 members and they're from all over the world. Yep. We appreciate you guys listening, joining. Voting in polls. Yes. Adding options to polls, voting on every option in a poll. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And come back whenever we come back for another episode of the JC and Bill Sports Cast. Have a have a fun week and a fun spring. Have a good day. <laughs>